Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's Kelly Williams. And Troy McKeady. And this week, we decided to do something a little bit different. Obviously, there is a lot happening in pop culture. And you guys have asked for a lot of selling sunset blinds. So we figured, why not just why not just wrap them up in a pretty little gift for you? Yeah, I'm excited. I, I only started watching Selling Sunset like a few months ago, so I feel a lot of like thoughts and feelings about it. Like I'm having lots of feelings. (laughs) I just started watching a show, Troy, and I need your reaction. I don't know if you watched this show. Okay. I started watching Girls. For the first time? For the first time. I didn't have like HBO. Oh, it's going to be such an emo experience for you. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm on episode like eight of season one, I believe. And Hannah was wearing a shirt that I wore the whole summer of 2010. And I was like, (laughs) cool. Love that for me. Oh yeah. It's peak, 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 like 2010 Tumblr-y kind of like old school Coachella. It's like right around that time. Oh, that's so fun. I know. I'm excited. Holy shit. Well, I'm down to be a part of that journey. Like tell me everything that you're watching, like experiencing. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Um, and we're excited to announce we have more dates coming, but by the time this comes out, we will have officially announced our Nashville brunch show. We're going to have brunch and I'm so excited. (laughs) We live for a brunch. I know. They know my brunch starts at about noon and ends at about 10 PM. (laughs) (laughs) There's no better time of the day to drink because it's like you you just feel like you have the whole day ahead of you and your endorphins (laughs) are going and the sun is out and like I'm just so excited and then the sun's down and you're like what yeah and you're like I'm hungover and it's seven but yes I'll be back in Nashville for um or we will I'm sorry Troy not just not just me (laughs) well you will this is a big deal that you'll be back though yeah I'm excited June 25th at Zany's and we'll have times and everything posted I believe it starts at two though and then we're going to go to Tin Roof on Demumbrian after, Troy. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely to go wherever. I want to go see people. I truly, I'm not even saying this to be sarcastic. Like, I want to get drunk and I want to watch people do live music and I just want to be wasted. That's you anywhere know? in Nashville. Okay, cool. That's what I want. We'll get you there. Don't worry. Okay. Ah, I'm excited. But we hope to see some of you there. Um, again, tickets and everything will be out by the time this episode's out. 
Now, I guess we have to get into Selling Sunset, Troy. I need to know your, uh, your Selling Sunset thoughts. Okay, so I didn't watch the show and I like really were I was like I'm not gonna watch this fucking stupid show and I just like I was like I'm not gonna like it it looks really dumb it looks really fake I just didn't get the vibe you know and then I watched it and I was like oh I get the vibe like the I hills. get it it's the hills vibe everybody's using this to fill an emotional void for the hills <laughs> and I was like oh well I can do that and then I got really sucked into it I watched like all of it in basically like a few days Adam DeVello has that effect, huh? He's amazing at creating these like fake worlds. Yeah. Like a universe where you're like, and it's, you know, you recognize, and then it only has like a handful of characteristics. It's like sell houses, get drinks. Hate Christine. (laughs) Yeah, hate Christine because she's such an evil villain. You know, she like does nothing, doesn't like to fight, doesn't like to argue, (laughs) leaves early. She's like, I'm just here for a moment. Goodbye. Literally. Who are your favorite characters? I mean, I'm I'm a cliche. I'm a homosexual. I love Christine. Like, I do. She's great re- reality TV, you know? I used to really like Chriselle until the end of last season. So I really like Christine. I like Maya. And I like Mary a lot. I think Mary has, like, we haven't dug how good of a reality star Mary can be. I agree with that. Mary is definitely, I think, one of those like underappreciated cast members, but like if she was gone, it wouldn't be the same kind of thing. For sure. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the Oppenheim twins. I do not get it. We'll never get it at all. Like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I did see a tweet. I wish I could credit the tweeter. I don't remember, but it was like, I'm going to miss watching Davina speak like a programmed robot. Davina is literally everything to me. Really? I'm obs- like, I'm obsessed with her in like a, you, like, not a nice way. <laughs> I just can't believe she's a human person. That's, that's how I feel about uh, Julia Fox. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. I guess it would have been like last year, Davina, like, I guess she was sick of being told by the gays on Twitter to stop wearing bootcut jeans and shit to the to the office while Christine is in like couture gowns. So now she's in like this high horror camp, these looks every day where I'm like, who is dressing this woman? Like this poor woman. <laughs> like what is going on? Overall, I think it has one more season left in it. Like the Hills had, right? Like eventually mm-hmm. you're like, okay, these shots are very nice. We know mm-hmm. it's not like a random camera. It's run its course. Like, it feels like they had, you know, that one season where everything was like incredible and everything kind of fell into place. And what was it, like season two? Yeah. That was so like compelling. Or even and season it hasn't three, really... I think. Yeah, season three was good. Um, It hasn't really been great though. Basically since Christine, since they really tried hard to make her like the villain, it's not really been good. And what sucks is these women won't film with her so she doesn't get, like, screen time. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, just give us a little bit, please. It'll bite them in the ass because it's like, yeah. sorry, you guys are not interesting enough to carry this show. You're not. And I feel like it's already turned on Chriselle a lot. Like, on Twitter, everyone's like, you are not a victim, Chriselle. <laughs> right. I mean, her fall from grace, like, she went, I used to be obsessed with her. 
Yeah. And I mean, at least with Lauren Conrad, everyone got mad at her like a decade later. Right. Yeah. She had like those couple seasons where she was like really the voice of the show. It all revolved around her. She was the underdog and she used to be poor. And now she's like, she's the villain, which is so funny. I know. When I saw her crawling through that doggy door, I was like villain energy. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I'm obsessed with this show. I'm obsessed with the music. I know that it's like cliche to talk about all these things now, but I love it. Like I live. We've never talked about it on the podcast. So let it all out, Troy. Let it all out. (laughs) I don't get sick of the music ever, (laughs) ever. I get excited for each song. I can't believe that they're real. And I actually was, uh, I was reading like a BuzzFeed article or something about the the music and how like these bands are like real bands and they like write these songs for the show and the songs like mean stuff to them. So then when the songs became viral, it was like a joke. They were all like completely shocked by it. They were like, wait, what? <laughs> It's like, I'm a boss. I'm a bitch ass boss. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. It's so silly. It's like Mad Libs, but like writing songs. I don't know if you remember this song. Well, there are two songs. One you'll definitely remember, but there's one that's like, uh, she's Miss California. Um, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. And then that um, Miss Hilton, you must be worth a billion bucks. Oh, yes. I get the feeling that you don't really give a fuck. <laughs> those are the vibes that the songs give me on that show <laughs> very very much that and before we get into blind items guys there aren't a ton of blind items about the selling sunset cast but i think a lot of people really felt for Chriselle because the whole justin hartley thing it was really sad i mean and you know it was like a authentic real element of the show so i think it was even easier to connect to because it felt so real I really wish we knew more about that. Even some of these blind items, it's like he cheated, but I'm like, how many times? With who? Tell me everything. And he'd been with her for a long time too. I know. And of course, you know, the reality TV curse, like she bragged about the relationship and talked about her happy ending and all that stuff. And that's never a good sign. And you know that fucker wants to be like a serious actor. Oh. I can't. When he's like the least talented on This Is Us. (laughs) I cannot. And that's why he wouldn't appear on the show, right? Because he was like so adamant on being like a real actor. He's an actor. Right. They all are. (laughs) Chad Michael Murray would be on the show in a fucking heartbeat. He absolutely would. If Chad Michael Murray would sign a release to be on The Girls Next Door, he would sign a release to be on this show. That's very true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Remember, everything we just said is opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And we start in 2020. There were no blinds in 2019. Before this reality star found out there was another woman, they sent a text hitting on this ape minus list, mostly television actor from a hit show. I'm guessing they didn't tell their coworker slash ex of the actor about the text. So that's allegedly Davina sending text messages to Justin Hartley um, after they were divorced or announced their divorce and he divorced her via text that's the show i want yeah for real are you kidding me i want the show where davina is like sexting him (laughs) how do you think she sexts i literally like the exact way siri would 
if Surrey was a real person. It's <laughs> this former daytime star turned reality star has a very good team in place. The thing is, though, there's way more to the story. Yes, her ex cheated more than once. Yes, he is a tool. But our actress turned reality star has a dozen or so skeletons in her closet, too. I'm sure she does. A lot of people ask us about selling Sunset and yachting. Now, I cannot conform, confirm or deny, but... <laughs> Kelly's alluding. She's giving wide eyes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's easy to assume, right? Yeah. And again, when it's you like... assume, you make an ass out of you and me, so we don't know if it's true. Exactly. Once again, this A-list celebrity picked a fight with and insulted celebrities online. When they fought back against her accusations, the A-lister once again played the victim card. Why does anyone still like her? And that's Chrissy started tweeting that Davina and Maya aren't real real estate agents. Oh, remember that being like a thing of people being like, do they really sell houses? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're a real estate agent anywhere, you have to look really nice for the most part. Right. So it makes sense if in LA, they go like the extra mile. Right. And like, I mean, I know that like they're, they're all licensed because that was another thing that like Buzzfeed had like uh, investigated this and they, they're all licensed. They really are practicing agents, but like, I don't know if all of them truly depend on this rent income. I think that they like pretend that it's way more of a bigger deal in their life than it is. And you know, it's house porn. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like the point is that they, we get to look at big, crazy, beautiful houses. With like beautiful people showing beautiful houses to other beautiful people. Yeah. You know, like let's not take it so serious, girls. It's not that deep. <laughs> This brand new reality star is trying to sell one of her own, but hasn't been paying the crew filming her and they are about to walk. Oh, that was when uh, Christine announced that she was doing a collaboration with Pretty Pretty Little Things. The former pro athlete who used to be married to a current streaming reality star and disappeared off the face of the earth is living with a woman and their child. Now, apparently that is Amanza's ex-baby daddy, Ralph Brown, and he doesn't want to be found after he disappeared. That's crazy. Yeah, I really like her a lot too. Yeah, me too. She's cool. She'd be down to like hang out. Yeah, she seems like she'd be fun. This streaming star, Christine, wasn't telling any lies about her thirsty co-star, Heather, and the co-star's boyfriend, Tarek. Oh, I just said his name weird. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Who happens to also be a reality star. And adjacent to an investment scam, the duo always has Paps taking pictures. I love that they're so unapologetic. Like, they just love to fucking be photographed. But then they get mad when people call them out. At least, like, Spencer and Heidi are like, yep, caught us again. Right. I mean, come on. Like, nobody sees you guys as, like, highbrow no. career people. Just fucking say that you're calling the paparazzi. Nobody cares. And it also said... um, I don't know if it was that blind or a further one. How do you say his name? Tariq? I thought it was Tarek. Tarek, yeah. Tarek, you're correct. I'm sorry. Um, that he's actually owes like a lot of money to a lot of different people after his show ended. Now we're in 2021. As I told you several months ago, the relationship between the daytime star turned streaming star turned network reality star and one of her co-stars was just for show. She needed to cover her affair. The rumors have died down, so she, quote, broke up with the co-star 
and will soon be publicly dating the guy who left his partner for her. And that's when Chriselle was on um, Dancing with the Stars, allegedly dating Kyo Motsepi, but she was really hooking up with Gleb. That's I will tell you, Dancing with the Stars, man. I know. I don't even give a shit about that show, but we should do like an episode about I it. I know. It's so s- disgusting over there. <laughs> I will also tell you now that we're talking about this, it's crazy to me that this show took off the way that it did. It's because of COVID, I think. Oh, you're right. That is why. It was like Tiger King or Selling Sunset. That's exactly what it was. Because if this was not on Netflix and on just on like normal TV, nobody would watch this show. It's an e-network at best show. That's so true. It's such an e thing. Or like, yeah, e at best, but like really it's, we know that it's like oxygen. It's like we TV. Yeah. This West Coast real estate reality star who owns an agency is under federal investigation. And that should not come as any surprise that those little Oppenheim boys are <laughs> under investigation. Um, they had to respond to claims that their real estate agents aren't licensed. I guess maybe that's why BuzzFeed did that article. Yeah. This former actress turned streaming star never leaves the side of her boyfriend. She clings worse than Saran Wrap. She's utterly convinced he will cheat on her the second she can't see him. So she tells everyone she wants to have a baby with him. And that played out during this season where Chriselle was telling Jason that they wanted to have a baby. And Jason was like, no. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm just dating right now. Do you think that they were ever like real? I don't know. I don't know. Do you? I think it's silly for me to say yes. Because I really don't. Yeah. I think it was just a good storyline because they know last season kind of sucked. I think so too. And it was like an easy thing that they could say. And like, you're making out with someone, whatever. Right. (laughs) It would be easy to say the recent splits of the streaming reality couples is because the season is over. But really, at least one of the splits was because the former daytime star wanted to get married and was pressuring every single hour of the day for that. Her boyfriend likes to use his fame to have sex with as many women as possible. So that was not going to happen. And that is Chriselle and Jason. And this is the final blind of 2021. The thirst of this former daytime star turned network reality star is something else. She has multiple paps in her phone and thought she looked cute. So called one to come snap some photos. It's so crazy to me that people are even interested in like stage paparazzi photos. And I don't know if that's because you and I are like, so deep in it I guess Mm -hmm. but even some of like Tasha Adams she'll post photos and I'll be like you know that's not a paparazzi picture I know it is odd it is a weird thing that people even still like desire them yeah but I guess if you think about it like it's still such big business you know that's true and we are now in 2022 The whole robbery thing is just a big stunt for the streaming real estate reality show. I forgot that that was a thing that happened. I don't remember it at all. Yeah, they allegedly um, got broken into. I do, I love the TikToks that they post though, like when they're in there working and people are walking because their windows are like tinted and people walk by and like press their face against the window and just stare all day long. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have this blind. I'm so happy we're ending on this. We have one more thing to talk about with Selling Sunset, but 
The A-list actor slash director is just using word salad. Of course, he's been a member of the celebrity dating site. His profile name was the name of a character that he played in stock in a stock buying movie. And that's Ben Affleck on Raya using the name Jim, Jim Young. And that's when just recently Emma from Selling Sunset said she saw Ben on Raya. And the fact that he even responded just shows that JLo is in control of everything. Yeah, for sure. He's an idiot. We all saw the video, Ben. He's a fucking idiot. Like, he's not smart. It's like, God, he's his worst enemy. And then just the last thing, people are convinced that Chriselle is dating a female rapper named G Flip. <laughs> hmm <laughs> I've just seen it, like, on Twitter. Um, apparently, she's Australian. I don't know much about Miss G Flip, but Chriselle has been spending a lot of time with her. Listen, if Chriselle is in a happy relationship with Miss G Flip, I am more than happy for her. I don't even know what, I don't even know what to say. Did you see what your girl, Azealia Banks, tweeted like months ago? I don't know. She don't said so. that Chriselle would eventually be in a same-sex relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's my, that's my favorite witch. <laughs> I love that witchy woman. No, we're talking about her. That was the end of Selling Sunset Blinds, guys. We have some blind items coming up about top stories. But Elon Musk bought Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I know that he's hung out with your problematic fave quite a bit. Can you tell me mm-hmm. about that journey, Troy? <laughs> it's so crazy because I remember like even hearing her talk about him like months prior to like before they actually were connected to each other. Um, and yeah. I mean, allegedly she was like, and I also think that this is fucking insane that she said this and nobody ever like made it a big deal. Like (laughs) that he tried to trap her in his home. I remember that. (laughs) And like, you know, I just can't even fucking imagine. Like he basically tried to trap her and like assault her and like force her into a fucking threesome. And yeah, I mean, I just can't even imagine. With Amber or with um with uh Grimes. Oh, okay. She says yeah. a lot of real shit. All the time. All the fucking time. What's been like your favorite Nostradamus prediction that she's made? <laughs> my favorite Nostradamus prediction. Honestly, I I the shit that she says about Kanye is probably my favorite. Yeah. Because their relationship is just so fascinating and like you can make so many comparisons between Azealia Banks and Kanye. Mm-hmm. And just, like, the way that the public perceives both of them, where, like, she's forever canceled, <laughs> honestly, because she's a Black woman, and Kanye is forever, like, not canceled because he's fucking, because he's a man. Yeah. And Kanye can go out and do anything, and people will always root for him and always find ways to support him. And he could release an album right now of him, like, shitting on a toilet for 70 hours, and all those douchebag music critic guys would, like, you know put on a mate rank at the number one album of the year and all that bullshit like it's a crazy thing to watch from the outside yeah 100 percent. now i guess we got to get into it keeping up with the kardashians have had quite the week they released their new hulu show kim has made sure to post pete in her store in her uh feed again and then chris jenner tweeted kim's my favorite daughter i hope everybody knows that it's like are your ratings that low 
that you need to like tweet this stuff right sometimes they do stuff where I'm like like it's like way more desperate than it feels like they would ever need to be a hundred (laughs) percent like you guys really have to try so hard did you watch the new show Mm -hmm. leaning close (laughs) I watched it too what (laughs) (laughs) I know I have also like I I haven't had cable or anything so I could only watch like Hulu on my phone (laughs) (laughs) that was probably a blessing in the long run yeah I mean (laughs) yeah um so I guess I stopped watching the original Keeping Up with the Kardashians like when Mason was pulled out of Courtney Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I don't know how it's been filmed or anything but people I talk to say it's filmed like way better and seems way more real Mm -hmm. I liked it I actually really liked it. And I've, I've said for literally years that the only way that I could ever see the Kardashians continuing is if they broke the fourth wall. Yeah. It's just like at a certain point, their show was, even though they had, they had kind of broken the fourth wall a little bit and they would like acknowledge that they're the Kardashians and they would acknowledge that they're on a show and like they would talk about filming and stuff, but like not really. Yeah. Um, like, they would get in fights and stuff about, like, filming schedule and shit like that. But they never really, like, went for it. They would still always do those, like, scripted, like, B-plot, like, Chloe's addicted to ca- coffee or, like, whatever, you know? Like, Rob is addicted to chocolates. <laughs> like Now, how do you think it is with, like, them being, like, this is the realest show we've ever done, right? Like, this is, we're in charge, like, we're gonna show you what you want. And then out of nowhere, Chloe's, like, oh no, we totally photoshopped True over um, Stormy at Disney. And everyone was just like, oh, but this show's real? I know. I, I think that the show's giving the illusion of being real, which is like really smart for them, but it's not fucking real. No. You know, it's still the Kardashians. But it appears more real, which is fun, you know? How long do you give Pete and Kim? Oh, God. I didn't, honestly, I didn't give them longer than a couple months. So I don't even know if I can say anymore because I can't believe we're still fucking talking about it. What <laughs> do mean, you think? I think they're going to have a fun summer and break up right around like Labor Day and have a joint statement. And Kim will be like, you know, I've, you know, Pete was great. Nothing against Pete, but it's just best for me to focus on school and my kids. And, mm-hmm. and everybody that I put that on my Instagram story and so many people were like, Oh, she's going to get back with Kanye. That's been the plan the whole time. Oh, she's going to get back with Kanye. I don't know if that's true. Hmm. I don't know if that's true either. I think that that would be... I think she's too smart for that. It's social suicide. It is social suicide. Like, people would be like, wait, you what? Like, you're doing what? It would be really embarrassing for her. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Pete and Kim will be at the Met Gala together. Which is next Monday, I think. Look at us. Yeah, they'll definitely be at the Met Gala. And it's going to be, you know, it's crazy to even think that Pete Davidson will be in attendance, but they're definitely going. He was there last year, I think. Oh, was he? Yeah, he wore like he a skirt. He wore a skirt with his bleach blonde hair. Why do I not remember seeing him? Because it wasn't good. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I cannot believe that this is still a thing. But we'll be watching. Now, before we get into the Black China versus the Kardashians, I just want you to know Megan Fox today came out and said that her and MGK really do take sips of each other's blood for rituals. 
You're amazing, crazy. Megan. Thank you so much. <laughs> Leave him. Like, girl, at this point, it's like you're just as bad as him. They're so embarrassing. They are so embarrassing. And did you see on Dumois that MGK's allegedly really mean to Megan Fox behind the scenes? I'm not surprised. Could you imagine being mean to Megan Fox? No, but I can imagine him being mean to Megan Fox. Right. We appreciate her in a different way than others. Agreed. And he hates all women. So, you know what I mean? Like, he hates all women. Like, he's, I feel like he's the kind of guy that's mean to every woman. Other than his daughter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, if you're not aware, the Black China versus the Kardashians, the short of it is that, um, oh, and this is all from Complex Magazine. The short of it is that Black China, per the Associated Press, is suing the Kardashians for $100 million in earnings, notably alleging, among other things, defamation. Um, Black China was on the stand on April 20th, and she talked about how she grabbed an unloaded gun during a altercation with Rob in 2016. China told the court both actions weren't done in a serious matter. Oh, she also wrapped a cord around Rob's neck. So neither of those were serious. They were just like, <laughs> she was asked directly by Rhodes if standing behind Rob with a phone cord and wrapping around his neck was a joke. And she said, yes, it was. As for the gun, Rhodes later asked China if she, quote, was grabbing, a, if she thinks grabbing a gun is funny. And China said it was a joke. And apparently she started getting like really shaky on the stand when they mentioned Rob's nudes that were leaked. And that's the reason he doesn't have control of his Instagram. Now, listen, before we continue with this case, <laughs> I am aware Black China is rotted. But so is Rob. For sure. It's ironic that this is happening at the same time as Johnny and Amber. And like in both cases, like everybody sucks in it. Yeah. Like Rob is, I mean, we've seen the shit that Rob does when he's mad. We've seen it. He's like, we've seen how he treats like exes, current girlfriends, his sisters mm -hmm. when he's angry. Like he does out, he does like bratty, like adult baby I've been coddled my entire life, like foot stomping shit. And it's like really gross. And obviously we watched her abuse him on their show. Like mm -hmm. she was abusive as fuck. Right. So. Yeah, I think, I think both are wrong. You know, I don't know if you remember right around Astro World, a bunch of text messages from Rob got released about how he kept telling Black China he was going to get a gang member to kill her. Mm -hmm. But people don't remember it because it was Astro World. Mm -hmm. and I'm always like what's the timing of Johnny and Amber like taking over all of this it's crazy like I think that Rob is just like out of his fucking mind but I mean we all know that Black China is also insane and we've also seen like we've seen like how she was raised even just like with the the Tokyo Tony stuff like the kind of violence that she's used to in her home you know? And if the shit that we saw on their show was what they were willing to film, mm -hmm. I can't even imagine what they were doing behind closed doors. All right, so it also says that Chris claimed that she had gotten text messages about Black China beating Rob's face in, 
And it was also alleged that she had threatened to kill Kylie. And it says, quote, this is from TMZ. Kylie says that she wouldn't have ever considered China a close friend, but says Tyga, who has a kid with China, once showed her a six inch long scar on his arm, claiming it was a knife wound at the hands of China. And Kylie testified that her warning didn't result in a split for Rob and China. She said, quote, I felt it was my duty to express my concern, but ultimately it was up to him. And uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's so crazy. And like that whole era of the Kardashians when Tyga was dating a very young Kylie, Mm -hmm. but wasn't Kim best friends with Black China? Yeah. It's just, it's such a little tangled web. And Black China's like, you steal my baby daddy. I'm going to fuck your brother. Right. They are truly just like anybody you know, except with a bunch of fucking money. Because that was so messy and ridiculous. And like, it's crazy because if they were, if that was like entirely like a group of like, if that was a Black family, like a public Black family, and that was happening to them, the way that it would have been covered would have been entirely different. Mm -hmm. But because it was the Kardashians, it was like, you know, it was just like fodder, even though it was like literally the most hood shit I've ever seen play out in front in front of the world. <laughs> <sighs> and this is the most up to date blind. Um, I didn't pull a bunch. Just this one. This from 2022. I'm not sure why people are shocked that the former stripper turned reality star doesn't have a personal bank account. She has a business account, and customers of Yachters feel much more comfortable transferring money to an LLC. I would have asked her how much crypto she charges, but what she uses for in her wallet. So that's when she was on the stand saying she has no personal bank account, no saved text messages with Rob, and hasn't filed taxes since 2018. A mess. A fucking mess. Yeah, like there's a part of me that wants to sympathize with her, but I can't. I know. Naturally, you want to. But, but she doesn't you even, can't. Yeah, you can't. Like, that video of her trying to, like, shove a girl in a hotel room is so haunting knowing or knowing what she allegedly does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. The only person that I'm rooting for in this entire situation is Tokyo Tony. And that remains, that's always been the same. <laughs> I was going to say dream. <laughs> Poor dream, dream doesn't too. even get, like, posted, right? No, Dream never gets posted. The only Kardashian kid that doesn't get posted. She's like, not that one. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's so sad. Up. So the next obvious big thing we have going is Johnny and Amber. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. And um, I was talking to my friend Christina. She's done like journalism in her past. And I was kind of like, well, I don't think Johnny Depp is a good person. Like, I don't, I don't. And she's like, the only thing the jury has to decide on whether or not is if Amber defamed Johnny. In order to prove either side, they have to go through every single thing, but Johnny has never really spoken about this. And I was, and then I was just like, well, I guess this case isn't about whether or not I think Johnny Depp is a good person, which is really hard for me to like separate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I, and I think that that's like what a lot of people like a lot of people watching this think that it's like like good versus evil or something 
Yeah, it's all justice for Johnny. Right. And I guess, like, the justice for Johnny people are just, like, really loud. Like, their voice seems loud because they're so, like, invested. And there's obviously not going to be, like, a justice for Amber hashtag because she doesn't have, like, a 50-year-long career. Mm -hmm. You know, she isn't a cultural icon. So it's not really fair. But at the same time, like, yeah, there's no winner in this case to me. Like, I I just feel like they're both really fucked up and really abusive and this revisionist history of Johnny Depp is like crazy to me I know can you talk a little bit about Johnny's past like if you know just off the top of your head because for me one of my biggest red flags is he's like besties with Marilyn Manson and texted him like gross stuff about Amber and again I'm not saying Amber is a good person by any means but if you throw Marilyn Manson into like your best friend orbit what the fuck Mm -hmm. is wrong with you yeah, I agree. There's a lot of just like ignoring of, you know, it's like, do I think that Amber was like abusive to him? Sure. But I, I believe that they were abusive to each other. And there's a lot of like ignoring of Johnny's, like of what we have all, like the shorthand, like what we've always just known about him. Mm-hmm. Like I did a, a million years ago. I honestly don't remember a lot from it. I need to like re-listen to it. But I did like a three-part Johnny and Winona and then Amber, and whoever was in between. Oh, hello. Okay, so I did Johnny and Amber, Johnny and Winona, and Johnny and Kate Moss. And in all those relationships, Johnny was abusive. I mean, Johnny and Kate very famously, like one of the most iconic things about their relationship was that they got fucked up with each other and like basically like beat the shit out of each other in a hotel room and trashed it so bad that it was like, the biggest news story of the year, how bad they trashed this hotel and like filled the bathtub up with like $50,000 bottles of champagne and just went crazy. Um, Winona, he dated her underage. And I remember reading about at one point that he had like locked her inside his apartment and was like mentally torturing her underage for like days. Like he's not like a, I don't know. I'm sorry to ruin Jack Sparrow for everybody, but he's not like some fucking angel. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. And I'm on the same page with you. I just think like what was important for me was realizing this. It does have to do with him being abusive, but not really like the case. Right. Exactly. And Christina also said a lot of evidence that you've seen on social media, Amber recorded them over a period of years. She's knowingly and secretly recording him People mm-hmm. say Johnny's trying to leave or de-escalate the situation. She admits to hitting him. She continues to escalate arguments, yell at him, scream at him. And I think one of like the most insane voices, like uh, voice messages or recordings that got played is when she was like, you are a white man. No one is going to believe that you've been abused. Yeah. And it was like, you're also fucking crazy. I know. She's, she gives me gone girl vibes. Oh, always has, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, she's really calculated. And yeah, her, I mean, his recordings, at least he always says, like, you're being recorded. Like, he always, like, says it. And in hers, they feel very, like, manipulated. And, like, she's, like, acting in them. Like, it it, it just feels manipulative, Mm -hmm. you know, in, like, a weird way. I don't know. The whole thing is just so... I can't believe it's real. I can't either. And like me even questioning it really bothers me 
because mm-hmm. I know men get abused, right? Like I am very, very aware that domestic violence does happen to men, but it's so hard for me to like see a woman on this public platform and right. not like try and side with her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I do. I will say that I think it's like, given how many how long ago it's been since we started having like the me too conversations and stuff you know Mm -hmm. I do think it's interesting and like I don't know maybe necessary that like the conversation is a little bit more nuanced now Mm -hmm. than it was then and I think what's insane is people just now posting about how Amber allegedly like took a shit in Johnny's bed oh yeah that came out so long ago I'm like get off of your Facebook people get off your Facebook I know and the the picture thing too the shattering the picture yeah I was like that's like years old even his finger being missing is like years old I know I know but I guess it's like they're like dredging up all of the stuff but yeah I just I can't believe that we're able to watch this like live yeah and I'm really not into the memes of Johnny Depp being like happy hour can be any hour like Mm -hmm. shut the fuck up because he feels like he's acting to me yeah yeah I 100% agree I told my friend Katie that it's like he's doing a stage production of a man on on trial Mm -hmm. he's like doing a play every day I will say Amber's lawyers do fucking suck they're terrible they're horrible I, and I do love hearing what's his name like Mr. Rottenbum or something Rottenberg I love when Johnny says like Mr. Rottenberg he like says it so like dramatically um I know there's just no, yeah. so many things that have come up through the years even like how he said his he lost relationship with his kids because of Amber mm-hmm. that could be true but I also read that it I also read it was because of his addiction. So it's like, yeah, it could be both. Right. And like, speaking of his addiction, I got the impression at the beginning of the trial that maybe like she and her lawyer thought like forcing him to talk about his addiction stuff on stand would like shock the world. Yeah. Like expose him or something. And that's, like, all he fucking talks about. Like, nobody's surprised that Johnny Depp is, like, an addict. Yeah. Like, if you guys were banking on that, like, like we've kind of known that he was an addict since you and I were, like, literally children. For sure. Like, literally. So, like, that part of it was also really weird. Now, we did pull some, like, old blinds of Johnny and Amber just because they're all so repetitive right so this is the first blind from 2014 this a-list mostly movie actor left his premiere early to use drugs and ended up getting hammered on booze too by the time he made an appearance at an after party he could barely stand and left for a threesome with this male b-plus list celebrity best friend and a woman they picked up doubt he could perform at that point and that is johnny and marilyn and this one is from 2015. <clears throat> this B-list mostly movie actress has completely taken over the life of this A-list mostly movie actor and never lets him out of the house by himself. She has brought in people loyal to her and is basically in control of his finances and decision-making. The following blind, still in 2015. This former A-plus list mostly movie actor turned A-lister 
didn't have much to do when he walked a red carpet recently, so he got wasted before. So his wife had to basically keep him upright and moving towards the general direction of the doors while she tried to do a couple interviews without her husband crashing to the ground. And that is um, the premiere of The Danish Girl. This B-list mostly movie actress has already spoken to a lawyer. She wants power of attorney over the A-list mostly movie actor. She calls her boyfriend. The lawyer said it would be much easier if they were married. Look out for the quickie wedding and then watch out because the actor will never be the same. Ugh. Sometimes and a blind item hits you like a fucking I know. brick in the face. <laughs> and even this blind item is from last month, 2022. This A-list actress is being pressured by the comic universe to settle a lawsuit. They do not want their star on television in a courtroom. Her ex should also settle because no one is going to look good after all of this gets played out and in front of a worldwide audience. This is not like the overseas trial that were just written words. And I completely agree with that. I know that like Facebook loves Johnny Depp, but. <laughs> the way you're coming for Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Facebook. Me too. I fucking hate it. But yeah, I mean, I think with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, it's been years and years of back and forth and abuse. And I think Amber Heard is a sociopath. I also think Johnny Depp is. Me too. Me too. There's no winner. But I, I guess I'm just interested in, in seeing how this plays out. Like, I know people keep saying that Johnny doesn't have a case, but and I don't know anything about law. Like, I, don't, I truly do, don't know fucking You're not anything. a lawyer? I actually am a practicing lawyer. I just don't know anything about law. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I uh, <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know. I'm like, how does, if it's a defamation lawsuit and like defamation is supposed to be like this person ruined my life by publicly saying something and like smearing my name, like, wouldn't that be defamation? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah. So this case is to prove that Amber is the reason Johnny hasn't been getting work because of her op-ed. And I also learned from Christina, <laughs> that is why the trial is being held in Virginia, because that's where the op-ed was released. Right. I, I don't know. Like I just... Johnny was losing work before that op-ed. Am I crazy to say that? I mean, obviously that did not help. Like he was removed from, um, that J.K. Rowling movie, and I think right. one of the Pirates of the Caribbean's. I don't know. Yeah, they removed him from the whole yeah franchise or whatever, and that's been like a huge point in court. Like, I feel like every day in the morning they start by saying, "Johnny, when were you removed from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise?" And then it just like goes from there. I guess I don't know. I just don't understand like how how you um, determine if something was like defamatory or not. Like. You know what I mean? Like, it would just be opinion. Like, did he, it's like a chicken or the egg thing. Like, did he lose work because of her? Probably. But like, did he lose work maybe because of other stuff? Sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Because around that time, there were stories coming out that he was showing up like drunk, couldn't remember his yeah. lines. Like, he's an alcoholic and like an open addict and he's not easy to work with. Everybody knows that. I know. I am trying to put my Johnny Depp bias aside. I really am. Because again, it's like, did Amber Heard say these things that made no. him lose work? Possibly. And if the stuff that she said isn't true, right? like some of the stuff, then that, I guess that would be like the way that he would win. I'm really curious for Amber to get on the stand. 
I can't fucking wait. I'm ravenous for it. Even like some of the things that Johnny's um, witnesses said, I felt like didn't super hold up. Mm. Because his Mm -hmm. sister was like, why would I have financial gain? And they were like, you're a part of his production team. Right. And it's like, oops. Right. (laughs) She's like, well, anyways. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also like, do you agree with the stuff that, because I've been seeing on like Johnny Depp Twitter, because of course I like, I open up the justice for Johnny hashtag every day and see what's going on. And a lot of the people like documenting like what she wears to court and how she's like taunting him with it. Um, and how she'll like <laughs> stare him down instead of looking at her notes. <laughs> yeah, like, and she has matched him several days, which I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, it's just giving very gone girl. Yeah, and you know what? I don't think that staring thing is like, I don't know. People are like, she's trying to intimidate him by staring at him. I'm like, if my alleged abuser was in front of me, I would probably like stare him down like crazy. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding? I would look like a psycho in court. I would show no emotion. Yeah. And they're, it sucks because like, I want to say they're removed from it, but obviously they're not because this is happening in 2022 when they broke up right. in like 2019 or something. Yeah. Yeah, they're both extremely toxic people. Like if one of like whoever loses in court like they're both gonna have to face some sort of like karma right because yeah they're both not good people I think everybody can at least agree on that well maybe yeah. not the justice for Johnny people seem pretty adamant on there I know their don't give winner. bad reviews <laughs> yeah. I don't know well you know listen we're both split completely down the middle you know yeah I, I'm trying really hard to be like I may not like Johnny but could he win this maybe yeah yeah and And i'm also not like team amber heard but it's hard for me to say that again because she is like a victim of or maybe in a victim of abuse but so is he and it's like right it's very hard i agree with that and like some of this stuff has to be honest with you been very triggering the one thing that really really just made me feel sick to my stomach was when they played his like cutting video yeah i was like this is like inappropriate like this is live streaming uh, across the world and he's like self-harming on a video that like it was just too much yeah and I guess there's also that part of me that's like do I fault either of them for recording so much not really no not really you gotta save yourself you gotta yeah you have to do what you have to do especially if you're in an abusive situation like you know, it's like you're in fight or flight. Obviously, you're going to try and get evidence. Yeah. You know, and in her case, like he's wealthy and has, like I said, you know, a 40 year long career and people that love him and good lawyers. And I would be fucking terrified. So, yeah, I don't know where I fall. I don't know anything about the law and I don't know where I fall, but this is a crazy thing to watch every day. I will say my opinion changed once I was like explained <laughs> what the court case was about. Yeah. Because I was like, he's clearly a piece of shit. And it's like, yes, but that's not the point. <laughs> like, the case isn't mm-hmm. about proving Johnny De- I guess it is to a point, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. We just have to watch. You know Ryan Murphy's going to make a fucking series about this. Darren Chris is already doing, like, a, a Johnny Depp accent in the mirror. You don't think he'll be Rottenberg? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Rottenberg. Oh, my God. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. And like the way that, like, okay, listen, we've all heard Johnny Depp talk. And I, I think Howard Stern said something about this yesterday, that Johnny Depp's acting. Because he knows Johnny. He's interviewed him. He's acting. Like, he doesn't talk like that all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, he's using an accent. I was like, what is he? What Like, is he British all of a sudden? Or like, he's like transatlantic. He's like a 1940s silver screen actor. Like, what's going on? I noticed that too. It's just so crazy that Johnny Depp went from like winning Oscars or at least being nominated to like people's court. He's like on Judge Joe Brown. <laughs> All right, so end of the day, I think we're, we both think that they're rotted and we just have to let <laughs> the law take place. Yeah, but I, I, I don't have a winner. No, I think they're both. I mean, I think Johnny will come out of it better if he is found not guilty. Yeah. But I am overseeing fucking memes about, because at the end of the day, this is about domestic violence. This isn't a joke. This isn't some right. funny thing where Johnny Depp can be like, happy hours, any hour of the day. Like, mm -hmm. that's not fucking funny when this is about, like, something so serious. Sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. No, I agree. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, it's just so wild that so many people are, like, reposting memes of him saying that. I'm like, do you understand what's happening? Right. And, like, the shit that they're talking about is, like, insanely dark. I know. Yeah, and people people are so fucking quick to make a meme. These it's like crazy. So many people have asked me, like on Laguna Beach, what do you think of the case? I'm like, I have my thoughts, but we have to just let it like play out. I guess they can listen to this episode if they want my thoughts, but yeah. So one thing I did want to talk about, um, I feel like we should talk about this because everybody has their opinions. And if you're on TikTok, like it's a really interesting time right now to watch people observe Coachella yeah and the excitement for Coachella feels so different now than it did you know five years ago like it's sort of like turning on itself it feels 
Yeah, it used to be like a big Tumblr thing. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we've always made fun of Coachella. And then everyone this year is like, we're making fun of it too much. I'm like, we've always made fun of it. We've always well, feel- made fun of like Vanessa Hudgens gallivanting through a field with daisies on her. We've always right. made fun of it. I agree with that. I guess the difference this year is that it's like, it, Coachella used to at least be kind of like rough around the edges it was a little dirtier a little like we just threw a bunch of shit on and covered ourselves with glitter and we've been day drunk all day and like now it's like full glam that's true yeah couture pieces pulling looks stylist like it's so like it's so lame now you know what I mean it used to be like put take some molly throw some glitter on your face and run yes like yes like that tiktok of uh of the 2012 coachella of rihanna like drunk performing in the crowd and like fucking florence welch and azalea banks running through the the crowd of people and like katie Perry. it was just different and now it's like an influencer festival you know i have to talk about taylor swift her bleachella era oh yes it was just i don't know like even pictures of lauren conrad crack me up from like old school coachella Lauren Conrad at Coachella is my favorite thing. Guys, Google it if you haven't seen the photo. She's in like a cardigan sprinting. <laughs> she looks like she's running errands, had to stop <laughs> at Target. Everybody is, around her is wearing like problematic headpieces and glitter and fucking platforms. And she is in a cardigan from the gap, as you would expect. <laughs> Actually, it's from Cole's Troy. Get it straight. Oh, yes, of course it is. Of course it is. But yeah, uh, I guess it used to be more, I'm not going to, I don't know if I'm going to use this term right. You're going to have to tell me. It used okay. to be more like camp. Yeah. Oh, yes. I used it right. Cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was more campy. It was more fun. Like, it was just like, it didn't take itself so serious. And, you know, influencers, first of all, ruin everything. I mean, we know that influencers fuck up everything fun because they turn everything into a fucking sponsored event yeah you know and now you have people like james charles being showing up in these like stupid ass fucking outfits only there to take pictures like no other reason well remember when he was at coachella and tried to like hook up with young boys (laughs) allegedly yes allegedly sorry no you're fine they're coming for James. <laughs> He's like, hi, sister. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just not, it doesn't have the same vibe that it used to. I used to love looking at celebrities like so clearly like rolling their fucking faces off at Coachella. I mean, you know, it was all like CW celebrities. So that was my shit. We still made fun of them though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, people are like, you're being too mean to people who went to Coachella. I'm like, we've always done this. <laughs> Yeah, we've always joked about Coachella. That is a a weird thing that people are like, I mean, we're talking about it more maybe now. We didn't have Instagram back then. Mm Mm-hmm. And like the people who went were famous. Yeah. Can we talk about how Harry Styles brought out Lizzo and Shania Twain, but Billie Eilish having Haley Williams sing Misery Business after she put that song in retirement for years and years and years. I cried when I watched that. I know. It was and if so you guys special. don't know, she put it in retirement because she said it was slut shaming. I'm like, sometimes it's okay. Sometimes it's okay to keep them. 
it was so perfect and it was so great that it was just them sitting in chairs like singing it like it was so I got goosebumps and then they sang happier than ever I think right mm-hmm. Billy's that great I know people hate on Billie Eilish I think she's great oh me too I love Billy. um but yeah I don't know it just hasn't been it just hasn't been like it isn't giving like I don't want to see, and then like all these, and also I think TikTok has made it 20 times worse. For sure, yeah. Right? Like TikTok has really sort of ruined Coachella. I was going to say, I also kind of feel like they don't have like random performers anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know about Coachella in the past years, but I know say Bonnaroo, one year they had um, Billy Joel and Eminem uh, headlining. Mm -hmm. It's like, you need that kind of like offset of like, oh fuck, Billy Joel and Eminem where it's like now it's like the weekend and Harry Styles and Billie Eilish Mm -hmm. you know right it just doesn't have the same charm like Mm -hmm. I remember being like super young and being like one day yeah me too I will be on drugs at Coachella and you know I'll frolic with Paris or whatever now I couldn't physically care I would rather jump off of my apartment building roof then go to Coachella with all those fucking annoying TikTok kids taking pictures of their clothes. Oh my God, just kill me. Once I realized it was in the desert, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that too. It's like, I almost went to Bonnaroo and someone was like, you have to sleep in a tent. I'm like, I have to do what? What year were you going to go to Bonnaroo? Um, I think it was 2018. I almost went to Bonnaroo too. Yeah, I think it was the summer I first lived in Nashville. A group of people were going and they're like, do you want to come? You have to sleep in a tent. And I was like, I'll watch anyone's animals. That needs it. (laughs) I was going to go one year because my friend Jenny is like a real Bonnaroo girl. She's gone every year for like a decade. And, you know, she's one of those people. And she was like, I want to do Bonnaroo this year, like an adult and get like a camper. Oh. And I was like, oh, I would live, I would do that. Like I would do a camper at a music festival, but then they didn't do that. And I was like, okay, bye. Bonnaroo does look fun. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. So the next two people we're going to talk about, Meg the Stallion and Tory Lanes. So if you guys aren't aware, Meg spoke to Gail King about the alleged incident between her and Tori where Tori shot her in the foot. She said they got into a fight in the back of the limo. It was getting heated and she got out and started saying dance, bitch, dance and shooting at her feet. Um, And she ended the interview saying, I know this happened to me. I'd rather it play out in court and the facts come out and everything comes out than me having to plead my case. I'm a victim. I'm the victim. I'm not defending myself against anything. Something happened to me. And this is another one of those things where if she was a white woman, if she was, if she was Miley Cyrus or Taylor Swift, I know people wouldn't shut the fuck up about this. I know she got shot and then didn't tell the cops because she was afraid Tori was going to die. And like had to fucking walk on the sidewalk with her feet. Yeah. Shot. A, a world famous, like giant star. Yeah. If this happened to fucking Miley or something, it would be like the world would stop moving. You know what yeah. I mean? It's crazy. And I agree with her. She should be able to talk about this in court and have all this shit come out and be really public, you know? Because I think she shared a few text messages of Tori saying, I'm sorry. 
And she was like, mm-hmm. why is he saying he's sorry if he didn't do anything? Right. And what, there was a music fest where her and DaBaby were performing and DaBaby brought out Tory Lanez. When there is an actual restraining order where that is not allowed. The baby's been a troublemaker too. Oh, for sure. And like, what a fucking public smack in the face is something. Yeah. Like, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, yeah, this is crazy. I feel like no one stuck up for Meg. And I could be totally wrong saying that. I just kind of feel like it happened. People didn't talk about it. And now she's on Gail King and Twitter's like, I mean, not all of Twitter, obviously, is just kind of like, well, maybe you shouldn't have been there or whatever. And she's like, right. What are you talking about? <laughs> like I was shot with a gun, like, <laughs> and told, "quote Dance, bitch, dance." Like, are you kidding? That's like literally a scene in Goodfellas. Yeah, is what happened to me. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It this this case really does make me upset, just because I know, like, with my white privilege, you know, people wouldn't question this for me. No. If it was Taylor Swift or whoever, people would be like, "Oh my god, someone tried to shoot Taylor." Whereas here, they're like, Meg, you didn't even say anything till way after. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah. Pe- and even like blind items that I've read about yeah. her. They're like very fucking like shamey and just racist and gross. And like, you know, she's always been a liar kind of thing. Like as if the woman wasn't seen walking with bloodied feet. Like what, what is she lying about? After our Tyra and Beyonce episodes, I really realized how racist blind items are. Yeah. And I'm sorry it took me this long to realize it, honestly. But after those two episodes, I was like, what the fuck? Because they're only, I mean, now obviously it's much more open and there's so many like gossip blogs and stuff. And luckily we, like the way that we pull them is like we get random websites blind. So we do get other websites, which is not, which is great. Like it's not not all crazy days and nights. Right. But even still, like, they're so, they're all written by old white guys. Mm-hmm. And like, just the way that they talk about certain things, like the, the, the boundaries that get crossed that are so inappropriate. Like, I've never seen a white man talk so much about black women's hair. Yeah. Like, give it the fuck up. It's fucking weird. And we even had people commenting like, well, no, like, so-and-so is bald. And it's like, who gives a fuck? That's the point. Like, okay, like Naomi's edges are gone because she's been a fucking supermodel for 30 years and people have been tugging at her hair. Who cares? Like, that's such a weird thing to be like a secret. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. (laughs) Fuck. I have nothing else to add other than like, again, sorry it took me so long to realize how one-sided these blind items are. Well, it's not every day that you read 20 years worth of blind items about somebody, you know? Yeah. One of our favorite blind item celebrities is coming up. Aaron Rodgers. Him and Shailene <laughs> broke up again. They got back together. But TMZ says that Aaron started to get too controlling over Shailene. I feel like Aaron Rodgers would be a fucking nightmare to be with. I mean, especially with like the, the added layer of like, he clearly must be obsessed with his like public image right oh yeah like he must be a yeah like you said just a fucking nightmare just so ugh, draining he's like let's go to disney again she's like i've had enough of disney <laughs> <I know. laughs> he's like one more photo op please 
She's like, I don't even own a TV. I don't know what a football is. I think Shailene's a good actress too. I hope she gets away from Aaron and just like goes back to whatever she was doing. I know, let that man loose. And like, it doesn't even like, situations like this, I'm like, okay, how is it benefiting you? Like, <laughs> let's take a step back and think about, is this helping your career? Are you getting more movie roles? Are people taking you more seriously? No. If anything, people are just making fun of them. Yeah, it's enough. Let's hang it up. I always said they had sibling energy. (laughs) They do. They do have sibling energy. They probably probably fight like siblings. Like side hugs only. (laughs) Pat pats on the back. (laughs) Shailene girl, get out of there. Danica Patrick didn't. She's doing great. And so, I mean, I don't know if Olivia Munn's doing great, but she's doing something. (laughs) We're rooting for you, Shailene. Another thing that happened over the week was the TikTok influencer Tinks being canceled. And I was just introduced to her, I want to say beginning of April. And I was like, who is this girl? Like, I don't, I don't follow like lifestyle blogs anyway. Mm-hmm. But I was shocked at how many followers she had and everything. And I know she took down her apology because she only talked about her fat phobic tweets. Mm-hmm. Whereas like three or four years ago, she was tweeting about Trump. I was introduced to Tings because I know that like TikTok's algorithm has changed a lot and like people complain about that. I know about the TikTok algorithm from my friend Jesse because he's big on TikTok because TikTok is Chambreezy if you want to follow him. But uh, he always tells me about like the algorithm and how it changes and all the things. And I remember at the beginning of TikTok, she was one of the people that would come up in a lot of people's For You page. Like she was just one of those TikTok accounts that was always being recommended to people. And um yeah, I've been I've been following her, I think, since I started using the app or whatever. Cause she was just one of those people like that you just like follow because everybody follows them or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess I just think it's like so crazy, like a person, like especially like a TikTok star can like be really famous after being on that app for like a year. Yeah. A famous enough to get canceled. It's like crazy. You know what? I wish I could remember who said this, but it was such a good point. I almost want to say it was someone from like Barstool or something. So just like take that for what you will, but it is a good point. They were like, we make these influencers famous before we know anything about them. Right? Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. at this point, like we'll just see someone, Addison Ray, say Addison Ray. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, she's cute. She can kind of dance. Like she's, she's pretty. Let's make right. her famous. But then she does something and you're automatically mad when you didn't even know her to begin with. That's such a good point. And I know it sounds silly because obviously I don't know Taylor Swift. You don't know Britney Spears. Right. But on TikTok, you see a version of them that you feel like you really know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you even get DMs being like, I feel like I know you. I feel, you know, and that's an awesome right. feeling. That's really cool. Right. But like at the end of the day, I mean, people know a lot about us. We talk a lot about <laughs> on the podcast but like someone yeah. on tiktok right yeah how are you gonna idolize that person when you already think you know them personally but you don't that was such a long-winded rant i'm so sorry no that was like very true though i mean it's you're right and in her case i guess the thing that i i like now that you said that like in her case it's a little different because she like you said she's like uh she gives like advice and stuff like it's you know the one, the thing about, the thing about TikTok is you can become famous for anything. Like mm-hmm. you could be known as the guy who folds sweaters every day and you have 90 million followers and all you do is fold sweaters. 
but it's another thing to like position yourself as somebody who gives advice, gives dating advice, like tells people how they should be living. Like you're painting yourself into like a real corner, you know, because mm-hmm. you're just some person. Yeah. She also like blocked whole... one of my friends. She blocked one of my friends, so I don't like her. <laughs> Why? Apparently she thought that my friend, I'm not going to name her or anything. Um, apparently she thought my friend was stealing her sh- like stick, stick. Okay. I'm like, everyone does fucking outfits of the day or like a diary of the day. Like TikTokers kill me. I could do an outfit of the day if I really wanted. It would be like Gap or Old Navy, but I could do it. <laughs> they kill me. They're like, I'm the person that makes pickles. It's like, girl, <laughs> you are a person with a phone. Like yeah. enough. You know what I mean? It's not that deep. Unless you have something really, really, really specific. Like there's this woman who's always on my For You page making like glass bottles every night. Right. That's her thing. That's, exactly. That's on her. Or if you've like coined something. Like if you coined like uh, my friend Jesse, he really like leaned into like soft choreo on his TikTok. Mm-hmm. The girls, the pop girls doing very soft, not real hard like dance moves. And now everybody says that. And like, that's a thing that I feel like he kind of like coined. That's like, uh, like that. Like if you invented like a phrase or like a thing, that's one thing. But if you're just some person on TikTok doing the same thing everybody else is doing, then you get mad that other people are doing it. It's just silly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I really try and always remember that crazy rant I said whenever I start like really liking an influencer <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. because it's true like obviously we will never know Britney or Taylor but we don't think right. we know their lives inside out anyway exactly yeah there's like a a boundary there yeah whereas influencers and even podcasters whatever you you think you're in the room with them and you are in the room with us yeah. guys yeah there's this girl that I follow on YouTube that does these rants like she just literally turns on her camera and just rants about stuff for like an hour and she's so entertaining that it's like she's like really good and she's did this James Charles video once where she was like she was like if I go she it was after James Charles like did a concert he was charging people like four hundred dollars when was that maybe like a year like a couple years ago and it was like the concert in quotes was him on this bum ass stage scream yodeling fucking old town road or whatever and he performed like one song and all these kids convinced their parents to pay for it and then it was over and she was like if you're Beyonce and I go see you it's one thing you're James Charles and like you and I can literally meet outside yeah like I will meet you by your car you're James Charles like you know what I mean because I just paid four hundred dollars to watch you (laughs) mumble through a song right like there's no separation between us yeah yeah I mean influencer stuff is so weird to me anyway (laughs) especially when you see an influencer starting to change like one that you followed from like 50,000 and now they have like 300,000 and you're like oh no (laughs) I know that's the worst feeling we were rooting for you, girl. <laughs> yeah. That is the shittiest when you see them starting to like get warped by it. Yeah. Do you have any like favorite influencers you follow or like just TikTok people in general to shout out right now? Um, none that I can think of off the top of my head. What's like, Jesse's f- handle again? Uh, my friend Jesse, yeah, his it's Shambreezy. I like Lex Nico a lot. 
L-E-X, N-I-K-O. Mm, very okay. fun, very good vibes. Um, <laughs> I follow one called Mommy Farmer, which is about a mom who owns a farm. <laughs> if you want something to <laughs> like And then for the love of, love of kittens, I think it's called. It's like a kitten TikTok. <laughs> all my TikTok is like animals because that's all I can handle. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's funny though. <laughs> and then Christina, who we talked about, who helped with Johnny Depp. Um, her handle is C-O-C-C-A-M-A-C-O-C-C-A. Yeah, thanks, Christina. <laughs> and you can follow Laguna Biatch on TikTok. I don't do much. <laughs> I'm going to start using my, my TikTok for the public. It's just for, it's, so far, it's just been my little thing that I like to do by myself. But like, I'm going to start making TikToks, I swear. Just hide your likes because I didn't realize people could see what I was liking. And I was like, ooh, ooh. Oh, no. oh, I did that at the very, oh girl, trust me. Trust I started me. liking videos and I was like, this is very on the nose for someone in my life. So if they see it, <laughs> they'll know. Yeah. I don't want anybody seeing what I'm liking on the Tiki Tube, but I'll start posting soon. I swear. And what's yours? Is it Dunzo pod? It will be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, guys, we have two more topics to talk about both equally unhinged. Let's go with about Ezra Miller. Um, <sighs> This is a blind item from 2022. It's alleged, of course. Speaking of drugs, this A-list mostly movie actor with at least two franchises is killing their career with their drug use. There has to be some type of rehab or at least a rehab announcement. And that is Ezra with Fantastic Beasts in The Flash. And a lot of people are like, why was Johnny taken off Fantastic Beasts but not Ezra Miller? I don't think Ezra had his rap sheet going yet. Right. Yeah, because there was a time when Ezra was like the toast of the town. Like yeah. people were obsessed with Ezra Miller. Like Perks of being a wallflower. Yeah. And like, you know, the Met Gala and like all that stuff. Like Ezra was like a fashion darling for a while. Um and Ezra is one of those people, obviously not to excuse anything going on with Ezra Miller because they are very terrifying. Um, but just based on like interviews and stuff that I've read of Ezra's like I also believe that they were like extremely abused in this industry when they started um they've talked a lot about it so if you want to like read that stuff like if they've done interviews and stuff and I'm not excusing but I'm just saying like we talk about this all the time of like again it's the chicken or the egg like you know it's just crazy when you can trace somebody's abuse and if you guys aren't aware Ezra is currently in Hawaii, just wreaking havoc on the island. Like, I know he, or I know they broke into a hotel room and tried to fight people. They went into a restaurant and tried to fight people. There's this hilarious TikTok where their mugshot is on TV. And then the person on camera pans and it's just Ezra Miller hanging out. Listen, guys, PSA, okay? Leaning close. If you're in a restaurant and Ezra Miller walks in, leave please lay the money down tip well and walk the fuck out because it's not going to end well for you creep out slowly never show your back fucking go (laughs) like and I hope that it doesn't sound like I'm trying to make excuses for Ezra I don't think so it's just like it's kind of one of those like two things can be true yeah and Ezra also like choked a fan right before COVID. Do you remember that? At a oh, I remember. Rate? I remember. And everyone was like, 
are they joking? And then Ezra went on that insane Instagram story about like the KKK and aliens. So they're clearly not well. Yeah, it's like at a certain point, like, and we've talked about this so many, we talked about this with Kanye, we talked about it with Amanda, like we've talked about this a lot. Where at a certain point, it just becomes like, why are we even doing like a timeline of a manic person's? Yeah. Cra- it's like, you know, they're like, Ezra's just very clearly, like you said, unwell on drugs, if that blind is true. And it seems like it is. And yeah, like, it's just scary. But also it's like, when will they be not released from jail? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like how many times can you just go out and wreak havoc? And then it's just fine. Like, that's crazy. I'm going to try it this weekend and I'll let you know how many times it takes for me to ruin someone's meal for me to stay <laughs> in jail. And he's done more than that, or they've done more than that. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm making a joke of it. And Ezra is really violent. Like, it's not a funny, like he, they are really violent. I want you to walk up to somebody's table and just slap them and then sit back down. Say, I'm Ezra Miller. Like, yeah, Ezra Miller did it. Oh my God. But I think Ezra needs to be locked up and put on a conservatorship, probably. For sure. Ezra needs fucking help. For sure. And should and not be loose. I know. I know we're laughing about it. But again, it's just like so insane. Right. I mean, what that else? That he keeps do? getting out, that he keeps getting out and able to do this. Yeah, exactly. And that we all know it. And like, right. just people just kind of don't care. Now we have our last topic of the evening or whatever time you're listening. <sighs> Please don't show him this. I'm terrified. Aaron Carter's not well, allegedly. So if you haven't followed all the drama over the last few months, you know, I was clean from his Instagram lives, then hop right back in like I never left. Um, his baby mama has left him, although allegedly she's back and now he's, quote, hacking her phone and like making posts with insane captions saying hacked by Aaron. Um, and then he just recently, okay, before he shaved his head, let's talk about his face tattoo that he got on the ground. Uh, yeah. He was laying on the floor of his studio, living room, whatever. And he wanted to get his Melanie tattoo covered. And Melanie is the ex, maybe back together. We don't know. He got a giant butterfly tattoo on his face. Giant, like huge, right? Yeah. Later that night, what are you supposed to do when you get a tattoo? Cover it, clean it, lotion it. He dyed his hair pink and hair dye was getting into the tattoo. And that's when I decided to go back to the lives. <laughs> um. <laughs> So yeah, so that was like the first thing where everyone was kind of like, what is happening? I mean, we've thought that, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And then one night, Melanie, I don't know if it was before or after the tattoo, she went home to get her stuff and he chased her out and she filmed the whole thing. Um, He's also gone live when police show up at his door. Um, He recently got exposed for stealing money from people so if you have any aaron carter merch probably not gonna get it recently yeah i thought that was always a thing i mean yeah but now people are talking talking about about it it. there's this um 
Canadian rapper who he tried to have a podcast with. I am too deep in this. I am too fucking deep. Uh, My eyes are widening. (laughs) There was a Canadian rapper. I'm so sorry. I don't remember your name. You're very handsome. Very kind. I don't know. But he started being like, Aaron stole all this money from me to buy like a Bentley. I'm like, how much money did you give Aaron Carter? Right. Um. So this person's been blowing up the spot along with other rappers who he's allegedly made beats for and all this stuff. And, but he's still out there buying new Bentleys and, and now he's turning his, his new, his homies in now. He says he's really big into real estate. People listening to this, do you think their eyes are rolling in the back of their <laughs> um, No, they're so- like turning it up. Aaron says he's really into real estate and that's how he makes all of his money now. He flips houses. So the house he's currently in in California, he wants to make it a sober living home. And then he wants to buy a new house in Colorado, in Denver, and live there. And he also completely shaved his head, like completely to the skin. And he was spray painting it on, on either Instagram or TikTok Live. <laughs> so that's the rundown. Did you see the live that he did the other day where he was making that little boy do tricks on his scooter? No, unfortunately, I missed that one. <laughs> oh my God. He posted this because I'll pop in every once in a while, you know, and then I quickly leave, you know that. And he was doing this live where this little boy was like skate or um riding like a razor scooter, like in a like a grocery store parking lot. And Aaron had like pulled up in his Bentley and he started filming this kid. And he was the kid was like maybe eight or something he was like young and now he was probably like 10 or 11 he was like a like a preteen and Aaron was like he's like do some more tricks do some more tricks I'll give you some money do some more tricks and the kid's like all right so he started like doing tricks and he was like he's like do another one and the kid's like okay he's like do one more do one more and he's, this kid's like killing these tricks like he he had deserved the money you know like and Aaron was just like taunting him and then he was like He's like, you want a nice car like that one day? You want a nice car like that? And he was like driving his Bentley and the kid was like, yeah. It was so weird. That poor child. He's like, who is this man? Do you think he went home and he was like, mom, I just made $400 and I don't know from who. (laughs) And it's like like purple Monopoly money. He's like, is it real? So yeah, so that's where Aaron's at. And I know we, again, it's one of those things like we're joking, but I am genuinely worried for Aaron Carter. I just don't see how it ends well for him. Like, you know what I mean? Like he just. Well, he's going on tour, Troy. Maybe he'll stop in Cleveland. Oh God. What are we going to say when that fucking adult ass man ends up dead? I know. Like, what are people going to say? Oh, we, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I don't know. It's just really sad to watch. It's like, it's always sad to watch somebody spiral. It is. Yeah, for sure. I guess like my issue when it comes to Aaron is like, he's so in denial and he's also like so mean. Mm-hmm. Like the way he had his baby mama go on Instagram. I, I hate to say that. I'm sorry. Her name's Melanie. I'm going to call her Melanie. The way he had Melanie go on Instagram live when he stood next to her and was like, say you cheated on me. She's like, I cheated on him. It's yeah. really haunting to watch. If anyone wants yeah. to watch it, it's on TikTok, but it's really fucked up to watch. I did see that and him like telling her to say things and yeah, it's just, it's like, and he, 
he's so I've talked about this a bunch of times like just in reference to child stars but like he's so addicted to the attention like yeah he's so addicted to being you know he's almost like addicted to being made fun of and he loves blocking people yeah no like it's just a real manic routine I wish he would get blocked from using Instagram he did get blocked from his Instagram but he does have a burner account which I have found they need to fucking lock his IP down I know I'm not gonna say the name because I don't want to be blocked from it. <laughs> <laughs> like he needs to be blocked generally from the website I can give a hint okay the first name's Johnny. The last name is the person who directed High School Musical, who's also rotted. Okay. I won't say it. Don't say it. I won't. I won't say if it. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Wow. I mean, yeah, it's been a while since we've just done like a straight pop culture recap. Yeah, there's a lot going on right now. And, like, we're just smack dab in the middle of all of it, you know? It's all, like, happening right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Sorry Selling Sunset didn't have more blinds. What Troy and I do, just for people who are new or aren't aware, we only find solved blinds. So there could be, like, a hundred more Selling Sunset blinds, but we're not going to read through every page of every blind item and be like, oh, this is about Chrishell, this is about Jason. Like, yeah, and then we could be wrong, too. Yeah, that's just not our show. Like, I feel like we could have at a certain, like at the beginning done a blind item show where we like did the riddles and stuff. But like, I don't know. I, we both just like knowing the answer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like we like knowing what it's about. And I, I also just love reading old ones, you know? Me too, for sure. Well, that is the episode, guys. I mean, hopefully we see some of you in Nashville. I hope you liked this kind of change of pace. And um, we appreciate you so, 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 so much. Yeah, we love you very much. Please clink glasses with us in Nashville at noon while I'm day drunk and already vomiting, please. I know. If you want to see Troy and I at our like peak, come to brunch. (laughs) Oof. Getting Godspeed to you. Not until after the show though, because we can't read if we're drunk. (laughs) We can barely read sober, so we can't (laughs) get drunk. (laughs) Hang on real quick. Someone mentioned us smoking and doing a high episode would you ever people listening would you ever be interested in like just a quick little like patreon special where we are maybe under the influence of something and just giggling just let us you know. know that they're gonna they're gonna say absolutely yes We're and i by up. the way i would do it for patreon yeah for sure <laughs> yeah. i would do it for patreon it'd be funny <laughs> well thank you guys so much for hanging out we also have that um digital show with moment house so make sure you buy tickets to that if you can't come to nashville we also have more dates are coming so we're gonna be traveling little barbie soon i don't know why i said that um but just (laughs) make sure you rate subscribe all that fun stuff troy's dying right now (gasps) we are gonna be traveling little barbies that's my favorite thing you've ever said (laughs) all right bye
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.